The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. The way we take stances on things, we appreciate when you send us anything that supports. But I'm not looking for an extra 15 minutes on the computer at any point in my day for whatever it is. And the stuff that people do send us while we're here, I try and get on there and at least have it play and look at it and get a little bit of for the for the gist of it. But the amount of time it would take to watch every second of everything we're sent would be a lot. And then that guy sent me the Aaron Watson song a couple weeks ago, and I didn't play it because it's not on the charts, but I play Cheryl Crow, so I have been labeled a closet liberal. <laughs> okay, I'm good with that too. Sixty-eight degrees downtown. Thirty percent chance of showers today. Uh, didn't check the rain gauge, but I had some rain. Had some rain in the low spot on the driveway, so we got a little bit last night, and we could use a little bit more every day. Because, folks, it is it is tinder dry out there, and by mid-afternoon, all the rain we got yesterday will be nothing but a memory. Went home after work yesterday, and between my shop and the street, it's all some of that road-based mix that we talk about from Fisher Sand and Gravel. So you could see the four-wheeler tracks where I went out and where I came back. So I followed the tracks going out and about 50 feet out. Uh, that's where my glasses were, <laughs> right right where I left. I thought I thought they were on the back of the machine when I took off, but I didn't know it at the time. So found those so uh a you save the hassle of having to call and order new glasses and b you save the cost which was good uh because our company doesn't want you to call the radio station anymore they want you to do everything on the app open the cat country app and tap win stuff you could win a visa gift card with our app score five hundred dollars for school supplies gassing up the car one last barbecue but that's on the app don't 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 call us because you can't win that way also we're doing that uh that golf card which i like seize the deal.com 40 bucks uh i'm sure it doesn't cover your cart but it covers your greens fees at pine ridge forsyth pine meadows jawbone more pine ridge that's in lewistown isn't it uh i think that's roundup and you know, Roundup Roundup is a uh, Roundup is a, is an undervalued course. And for years, I've said that if you want to play golf on the weekends, uh, if you can get a tee time, because I think a lot more people are playing golf. COVID COVID was for us who are members of golf courses. COVID was terrible because more people figured out they could work from home or work from the golf cart. So the golf courses are a little more crowded. Seems to me anyway. And uh, it was a couple of years ago we went up there. Weekdays was 35 bucks. Weekends, 45 bucks in Roundup. Unlimited golf with cart, as much as you can play. And the day we went was a weekday, and it was a little cooler that day, and it looked like it was going to rain. So we played 52 holes in like six hours, I think it was. And you got the whole course to yourself. It's pretty nice. Good Lord. <laughs> well... Uh, a lot of times, instead of playing Lake Hills on a Saturday, 
if you count the time driving to Roundup, driving home from Roundup, and playing 18 holes up there, it's still faster than playing Lake Hills on the weekend. Not nearly as crowded. And, heck, you got a little time. Stop into the Busy Bee, have some lunch. I always liked it when they still had their A&W, get an old-school root beer float. Here's a pet peeve. Taxpayers don't own you. We don't owe you a train ride. Advocates for a southern Amtrak route across Montana in Billings for a two-day conference. Making the shortlist for long-distance federal funding. We're already funding one train that nobody rides. Cost us a billion dollars a year for the Empire Builder to roll, roll across the High Line. And people aren't riding it. Folks, if that train if that train line would be profitable, Burlington Northern Santa Fe or any of the other railroad companies in the United States would already have a passenger train going across that track. Exactly right. If it were profitable. Uh, we went on it when I was a kid. It was, even now, all these years later, I was 12 when we went, we took it to Spokane. And it was beautiful going through Glacier Park and seeing the wildlife and how green everything was. But it's not profitable. Folks, if facilities like Metro Park were cash machines, if they were money machines, there would be facilities like Metro Park all around the country. That's right. Uh, Dirk Bentley is coming to town, but we don't know what concert venue because it's profitable. They'd be all over, but they're not. And they have to be taxpayer funded to make them work. Mm-hmm. And you get to pay the bill and other people get to make the decision on what you pay uh, and make those choices for you. That's not right. No, it's not right. Amtrak is a losing proposition. Those people that travel by Amtrak, if Amtrak, look at it this way. If Amtrak was eliminated right now, would life go on? Would people still be able to get to where they need to go? Yeah. See, back in the 1897 era, when the railroad first went across, that's the only way to get across the country quickly was by train. Right. We have a few other ways now mm-hmm. to where you can do it. How many people do you personally know that have taken the train? I don't know if I even know any. I can think of one Facebook friend that I saw a post recently. They went to Lewistown for the Charlie Russell choo-choo, which was dinner. Oh, yeah, that's a dinner train. Right. But right, yeah. I, I don't know anybody yeah. that's gone up to the High Line to ride the Empire Builder. You know, every year we get together with Carol and Billy down at the Travel Cafe and we're trying to figure out how to get somewhere. And they always say, you know, (laughs) train's the best way. (laughs) We could probably take a train down to through Texas into Mexico, Mark. Mm -hmm. Train's the best way. Trains. Trains are for moving freight now. Yeah. Not passengers. Not passengers. I think I told you this story, but uh, five or six years ago. We're on vacation out in Idaho, and we took my daughter, who would have been about 10 at the time, and her best friend, Tori, and we went to Silverwood. And I hadn't been there before, and so we park, and I just got the feeling we were a long ways off from where the rides were and stuff, so train pulls up, so we hop on the train, and pretty soon the train slows down because it was being held up. 
<laughs> and my daughter looked oh, at me no. like, exactly. She looked at me like, really, Mark? <laughs> I'm here for the roller coaster, not for this hokey theatric stuff. Well, everybody, <laughs> we got us a problem. <laughs> it was, and it took, Paul, it took... It took 20 minutes. Oh, and, and and the guy in the khaki shorts with the shirt that's tucked in in the belt and the cowboy hat and his socks pulled up to his knees gets out of camera out of his fanny pack, starts starts taking pictures. Oh my gosh, this is so fun! Exactly. No, oh, miserable. Trains are for freight. Yeah. I'm surprised they're having, you know, we have these weird people in Billings in our small little itty bitty town here. They probably think, boy, we need a monorail system. We need a subway system here in our city like they have in others. You know, that's how people think uh, with total disregard for the people that have to fund it. Yeah, the people that are paying the bill. John Tester always gets money for Amtrak. Mm -hmm. Billions, folks. Billions of dollars. Can't pay its own way. Can't pay its own way. If you got something that can't pay its own way and you're constantly dipping your hands in my pocket, then there's a couple problems. Number one, it shouldn't have started in the first place. Or number two, you have to find another way to run it and or fund it. And that's what we're running into with things like Metropark and other things. You know, nine to ten million dollars a year of taxpayer money into that thing because mm-hmm. it can't make it if they don't do it. But let's just keep it going, keep it floating. You keep paying for it so others can enjoy their recreational choice there, rather than charging them through the ticket to make it self-fund. Right, like like any other product you buy. Trains were big. The only mode of transportation, you know, a hundred years ago, now it's different. Now it's different. Yeah, I wish I would have got some of that rain yesterday. We had a hundred degrees again yesterday and uh, things are kind of hot. Was down at the cows, ran out, put some more mineral out and check waters and things. And Grasshoppers are so bad, they're eating everything that's left. And again, like last year. And uh, so storms come through and that lightning hits. We've been very, very fortunate in the state of Montana with our fires. This year, look, look how little fires we've had. Even though climate change has made the fire seasons at record levels, (laughs) which it hasn't. It hasn't. Flooding down in Texas. Uh, Again, they had a big rain down there nine inches of rain and once again these these liberal i'm not gonna yes <laughs> well it's all because the climate changed is the reason no no because they had a bigger flood in 1932 and yet let me give you let me give let me give you guys some math here we'll talk about math in a moment let me give you some math these climate alarmists that tell you this is a once in a thousand year storm. Okay? Once in a thousand year storm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this only happens every thousand years, and it's because of us and what we've done. Thousand years. You take the age of the planet, folks, 
if this storm happens every thousand years, it's happened 4.6 million times then. So when somebody gives you that bull crap every thousand years, you can say, wow, that means it's happened 4.6 million times as old as the planet is. Think of that. If they're thousand year floods, 4.6 million times. If they tell you they're hundred year floods, that means it's happened 46 million times that's happened. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's because the DeSoto first came out with a V8 engine. That's why. No, it's happened 4.6 million times if it's a thousand year flood. Don't buy it. Weather changes. The earth is constantly evolving and constantly changing through all of its cycles over 4.6 billion years. Countries used to be fused together. Water used to cover the Great Plains of America. There was a huge sea here. It changes. We are just, folks, this hundred years we're in is a blink. It's not even a blink of an eye. In the scale of how long planet has been here and what it has survived. Not even a blink. But yet, but yet it's all pinpointed on the fact that we in America created a Congress that has two main parties, Republican and Democrat, mm-hmm. and each have different visions on how to control its people. And the climate change issue is one. Look at. Folks, look at the control the government gets based on climate change. Look at the control that climate change gave your government over you. Mm -hmm. Just look at it. And now, now, throughout our 4.6 billion years, you young skulls of mush getting up, getting ready for high school today that are going to be indoctrinated by these dumbass people that were trained to spew this rhetoric to you. Now that we have finally spent close to a half a trillion dollars on climate change, folk, you can tell your children that now we will change the weather. That legislation will change the weather. It will bring our temperatures down. It will fill Lake Mead. It will bring snow to the highest peaks. Our glaciers will now grow. When are our glaciers going to grow again? You people, climate change is melting them. So, cli- what well, can't climate change grow them? If it melts them, it can grow them, right? Right. Well, we were not going to see that dramatic of climate change. Well, how god darn dramatic are we going to get then? We just paid, spent a trillion dollars. You're not going to stop the glaciers from melting. How many times have the glaciers completely melted, folks, in the last 4.6 billion years? Do they teach the kids that in science class? Folks, you ought to be furious what they're teaching kids. That's why the FBI and the Democrats go after people who complain at school board meetings. They can't control. See, nobody's equal under them. They can't control your children if you get involved in their education. They can't control them. 
Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar and Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar and Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. How many times have those glaciers come and gone in the last 4.6 billion years? Do the kids know that? Hmm? Do they know that? Are they teaching that in science? Or what do they teach them in science? They teach them that because we have, we have capitalism as our economic system in America, we are the reason why the rivers in Bangladesh are flowing only at 50% of their normal rate. You can't make that make sense. That That's what we teach kids. The deserts of the Southwest are extremely dry. Can you answer with the word Sherlock in it? They're in the deserts. That sand has been there for a long time. Long time. Well, it's a thousand years. It's a thousand year thing. Well, yeah. So it's happened 4.6 million times. If you would learn. If you would learn. If you would study science, history, math. Learn how to read and write. Learn how to use what God gave you. And it's called a brain. To be able to figure things out. Know when you're on the take and know when you're not. Or you're going to be a victim your whole life. You're, you are going to succumb to whatever those people indoctrinate you with without using your own noggin, without thinking on your own. You want to believe it? Great. Believe it. The seas are going to rise and wipe us all out. That's why President Barack Obama bought that $14 million estate right on the ocean. You think he's worried about the seas rising? He bought it right on the ocean, Mark. Well, why why would he do that if he knows it's just a matter of time before we're completely covered with water? Uh-huh. Here's a here's a new thing today, folks. Already shrunk by half, Swiss glaciers are melting faster. A new study found that Switzerland's 1400 glaciers have lost half of their total volume since the 1930s. You know what, folks? They're going to lose all of their volume probably by 2350. And then guess what's going to happen in the year 3970? Hmm. We're going to have another, we're going to have another freezing cold spell that comes into this planet and forms new glaciers and ice again. That's right. And probably just only a few thousand years. Keep in mind, we're 4.6 billion years old and all of the changes that the planet has seen throughout those they're basing everything that the planet has ever done in the last 100 years that's how the world is supposed to be is the way the world was in the last 100 years we don't care about the last 4.6 billion just the last 100 they're the only ones that matter we don't care if the whole planet was underwater if these continents were hooked together if the, the floods were massive, if the fires burned the entire United States. We don't care about that. That's history. That's old science. This is new science now. This is the way the planet is. 
okay? And the planet does not have, look, I'm a Democrat. The planet does not have the ability to change on its own. We are responsible for that. Sign here and send your campaign donations to berniesanders.com. Mm-hmm. The Polytech University and the Swiss Federal Institute on Forest, Snow, and Landscape Research said the first ever reconstruction of ice loss in the 20th century by assessing topography of the glaciers found that ice volumes shrank by half over the last 85 years. Now, if this is a credible research firm, why would they only research the glaciers just over the 20th century? (laughs) Because it tells the story that they want to tell. This is the research we found over the 20th century. 20th century, folks. 100 years. They're just looking at 100 years. They're not looking at anything else. They're not digging down, ice coring it, looking to see what happened 25,000 years ago. No carbon date. None of that. Nope. We're just going to look at the 20th century. Why? Because we get money from governments. And if we can jump on board of this climate change train where we hold America and taxpayers hostage, why, we can get our hands on some of that. Almost a half a trillion dollars in this latest bill that they're going to take and spend. And folks, happy days are here again. That glacier's going to grow. Somebody needs to ask Joe Biden and John Tester, so when will this glacier start to regain its size now that we have spent a half a trillion dollars to control climate change. Well, we signed the bill. It should already be getting bigger. The droughts will be over. The droughts will be over. The grapes are going to grow again in California, folks. Yep. Don't worry. That Colorado River is going to flow as high as the top of the Grand Canyon now that we spent a half a trillion dollars. We, we can change the weather in the world now that legislative branches voted strictly along party lines to spend that money on climate change. It only took 217 representatives from the United States to change the whole direction of the planet. Thank God we have them here. Thank God. You see how dumb that sounds? Switzerland's 1,400 glaciers have lost half their volume since the early 1930s. So why didn't they go back to 1892? Hmm? Why did they only start from 1935 on? Why? We have weather records back then. Mm -hmm. Why, Mark? Why did they only start from there? Hmm? Why do they always start that crap like that? Well, we found that since 1998, the temperature in Tupelo is 1.7 degrees higher. Why do... We went back to 1998. Well, you, why didn't you go back to 1902? Well, because then, if we go back that far, then you can see something, and we don't want to go back that far. Which which doesn't help support the narrative we're trying to bring. Right, right. Exactly. The research involved decades using decades-old techniques to allow comparisons of shape and position of the terrain. Has anybody, folks, I got a question for these scientists. While you're taking pictures of those glaciers, have you taken any pictures of the Appalachian Mountains? 
lately? You know, the Appalachian Mountains. You kids know where those are at, right? They teach you that in school? (laughs) Not all the kids. You know where they're at? You know, that was the first mountain range to pop up out of the ground in the United States. What do you mean pop up? It popped up. The pressure from this changing planet that we're on is so great and powerful, it pushed those mountains up through the ground. Did it? Oh, yeah. Democrats didn't build those mountains. No, the earth did that. Pushed them up. How come they don't take any topography or measurements of the Appalachian Mountains? Well, they have. And if you would learn, you would learn that that was the first mountain range in the United States were the Appalachians. The Rockies came later where we're at. Well, really? Oh, yeah. And you know what did that? A car exhaust. A car exhaust pushed them damn mountains, Mark, all the way up through the Earth's crust and up into the highest points of America. Mm -hmm. Which is what that side is saying. But yet, the Appalachian Mountains are sinking. Oh, yeah, they're sinking. They're dropping. They're settling now. Their elevation is now lower. And it's subtle. It's about an inch or so every once in a while. But you know what? The Earth is 4.6 billion years old. If those mountains drop an inch every 25 years, you can see how they got as high as they did, and you can see how they will sink eventually in the next 4 billion years. But they're sinking, and they've been sinking for a long time. And guess what? It was before we came around. Yep, they were up first. Rocky Mountains popped up second. But we... With a two-party system in the United States and our government, have the ability to control all of that just by simple legislation that's passed along party lines. And now that John Tester is here, John Tester can help with all of that, folks. Four-star shirts, button at the chest. (laughs) He walked on water. That's right. Yep. We are some kind of human, aren't we? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody learns about this kind of stuff. They don't want kids to know about it. They don't teach them that. They only teach them what they what they have created since Al Gore came along in 1990, giving the planet till the year 2000 to survive and we were done. Teachers in Ohio's largest school district are going on strike. They waited. They waited 2 days oh. before school starts. Uh-huh. So you you weren't unhappy in May. Those teachers' unions are criminal organizations. Criminal. They hold you hostage and they use your children as pawns to do it. Mm -hmm. That is as low as you can get. 94% of the Columbus education members voted to turn down their offer. They said it's a commitment to modern schools, smaller class size, and well-rounded curriculum. Well-rounded curriculum. What does well-rounded mean to the Democrats out there who head these unions? Well-rounded curriculum. Hmm? You just heard part of it. Critical race theory, science, changing, all that we know. So the school's going to start remote learning on Wednesday if the strike continues. We need heating and air conditioning and more modern schools and smaller class sizes in every school. This is what the union said. This Mm -hmm. is the union. Right. Then you pay for it. Right. 
Look at the bad things that happened to all of us who went to schools without air conditioning. Look at look at these great men in the nation. All went to school without air conditioning. You can't learn unless it's air conditioned. When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D roadsideeventcenter.com 47,000 folks there's 300,000 teachers a 300,000 teacher shortage currently in the United States third of a million can't find teachers so why did teachers leave the profession why did they retire early because those teachers a lot of them are different teachers They were put into a school system. They wanted to make a difference in a child's life. They wanted to teach them. They wanted to make them functional in society, give them the tools and necessities that are, are, and and skills that are necessary to survive in today's world. And they've changed. And so they left the profession. They took early retirement. They're getting out. Um, They don't want to teach your five-year-old about his genitalia. And why having testicles means you're not a male. They don't want to teach that. Are they teaching in schools how awful the Democrats were in their promotion of slavery in the United States Mm -mm. and their segregation practices and how they believe that their people are not created equal? You can look at stuff today. Every Republican around the country is on some type of investigation or they're going after them for some law-breaking thing. And not one Democrat is in the news anywhere. Here's another one today. Christy Noem, they're going after her. They said she called somebody to help get her daughter into a real estate company or some damn thing. Christy Noem, they're going after her. As a parent, you're not allowed to call somebody to try and get your kid in somewhere? I got a a whole list of crooked Democrats you could be investigating including the president. Well, we're not going to investigate him. He just took millions from China. Nope. They're going after Christy Nome. You see? You see this? But the kids don't learn these kind of things in school. Folks, the other day, Elsie Arnson, she was up here. She was down the hall on Aaron's show or something, and she always sticks her head in. And I'm about half disgusted uh, with the governor. If he ever comes in, I'm going to talk to him about it about why we don't do more for academic standards in the state of Montana because we are letting our children down. And this cushy thing, for instance, that school district two administrators have, oh, and I know they hate me. You, I'll bet they were disappointed when we signed our contract. <laughs> Folks, they, they got $5.1 million in bonuses that they doled out to each other. And it's not even being talked because, about or looked into. Because they had some stress during COVID and they had to do extra things. Boo ass who who. Didn't everybody else? 5.1 million bonuses. So I'm up here and I'm talking and I'm I'm I just disgust me that we don't even have 30% of our kids here in this area that can get into a state college. They're not even skilled, trained, and can test high enough to get in. And you know what she told me? She said, you want something even worse? I said, what? 
she said only 15%. I'm, and I think that's the number she gave me. It was. She said only 15% of the kids that were graduating from our schools. Now, graduating, diploma, ready to go out into the world, further their education, advance their lives. 15%, only 15% are proficient in math. What? And nothing's getting done about it. No. Move them through. Keep our numbers. Move them through. Keep our classroom sizes down. We don't want any extra pressure on the employees here. Keep our classroom sizes. And move them through. And hopefully we get some more COVID money where the administrators who are responsible for all of this get $5.1 million in bonuses for how they handled COVID. I tell you, it makes you want to say a bad word. 15%. So if you've graduated from school district two and you were not proficient in math, let me give you the number. That means 85% of those who are graduating and they've moved through like cattle through a chute can't count your change back. They couldn't figure out your change from a cash register drawer if they wanted to, folks. They're not proficient in math. But I'll bet they're proficient in other things. Oh, you damn straight. They are. They know about the climate, don't they, Mark? Yes, they do. They know about gender choices. They know about that kind of thing. They know all of that. They don't know how many planets we have. Do they know do they know the basic parts of a cell? They know anything about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights? Do they know how many Supreme Court justices we have? The branches, three branches of government. Do they know that? The major rivers in America, the major mountain ranges, the capitals of all the states, significant things about all of our presidents. They know how to do fractions. Do they know how to change ounces to gallons? Basic things. Mm -hmm. Mark, we're graduating. Only 15% can do those kind of things. And why isn't this being looked into and why isn't something being done about it? Because, Mark... That's not what it's about. It is no longer about getting and producing a quality product. It's about a way of life. Yeah. Now you're right. Indoctrination. For a lot of those that are involved in it. And let's be fair. Mark and I know a bunch of them. And you folks too. There are thousands of wonderful, great teachers out there who are just as disgusted as we are. And because of the pressure put onto them by their superiors and their unions, they have no choice but to follow along or get out. Right. And they did over the last couple of years. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Folks, any of you, any of you that have a 15 percent proficiency rating in your job, you're fired. Oh, fired. Not school employees, not school administrators. They're not. They're not. When I'm reviewing a superintendent, I'm looking at proficiency levels in our schools. Mm -hmm. You're the big man on campus. 
congratulations. We're so happy with the job you've done. You've got a 15% proficiency rating in your students that are graduating. Here's another raise. And would you please resign for three years? Who in their right mind would do that? Right. What about their vocabulary? How are they testing with their vocabulary? Can they spell? Can they pass a basic spelling test? Well, you see, Flakes, English has changed. You don't have to know pronouns now. You get to you get to use generic terms instead of pronoun. No more he and she and his and hers. There mm-hmm. isn't any more of that anymore. We're not going to teach that anymore. No, nope. not going to do that either. Basic science skills? No, no science skills. Reading levels? What are our reading levels? If you can read, you can do anything. If you can read and comprehend, you can do anything. Every single human being should be able to read the back of a box of macaroni and cheese Mm -hmm. and read it and understand it and be able to do it. It's not real complicated. Folks, we, we have kids graduating from college that if you tell them to put it in two quarts of boiling water and they have a gallon jug, they don't know how many that is. Yeah, That's 15% proficiency level in math. If you, that ought to be one of our standard tests for high school. You have to be able to read the back of a box of <laughs> macaroni and cheese and make it. Mm-hmm. It's not real complicated. Put it in, let it boil, nine to ten minutes. Well, let's see, my timer is uh, 60, so where in the hell do I set? Is that, is that, where is that? That's math. Mm-hmm. Do they know what temperature water boils at? Not all. You, po- folks, you would freak if you knew the quality that we are putting out in our school. Why have we fallen so far behind? Why? You know, since climate change is planet-wide, why isn't education? How come all these students in these Asian countries and, and people in Europe, and how can they all excel in their classes, but we can't? How come? Why can't we? Why are we 30th in these subject matters now? 30th. And it's accepted. Undeveloped countries that don't even put in the money or resources that we do. Why do they do so much better on their testing and their skill levels? Why? And we overwhelmingly spend, outspend them. Hmm? What's the answer? You know what the answer is. How come the smartest people in charge of our schools don't have a solution? That's the question. Hey, school board, you're so busy trying to get a handicapped girl not to graduate when you should be concentrating on getting the non-handicapped kids to graduate. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even come up, does it? No, it doesn't. How? Never question our authority or our ability to run the school system, Mr. You stay, you keep your nose in radio. You're a disc jockey. You stay right where you're at. You let us handle this. Oh, yeah. We've been letting you handle it for the last 50 years, and look what the hell has happened. Hmm? Who is going to take control? 
Who's going to do it, folks? Do you have the answer? I don't. We know one thing. We know they know how to divide 5.1 by 280. (laughs) We know that, don't we, Mark? Yes, we do. I have seen personally what education can do. I've experienced it. Uh, A lot of this falls back on the parents. You have to demand it. You, You have to demand. I demanded that. We demanded that out of our kids. No, no, no. No. You, you, you're getting your work done. All right, I chewed John's ass one night. Oh, my God. When I saw his mask and I sat him down on that couch. Remember, I told you that story. I, rem- I remember that. And it pissed me off. I laid into him. I'm busting my ass every day, getting up at 3.40 in the morning, getting to work. My hands are blistered. My hips hurt. I have headaches. I can't sleep. Working my tail fanny off to get you started in life and you pull this kind of crap? And John about broke out into tears. I laid it on him. Mm -hmm. It changed from that point on. Well, it's a talk that had to happen. And um, when you think about it, folks, there really isn't anything more important than how we are educating our kids. You've got to give them the tools that they need and get them started. And the people in charge should settle for nothing less. It's that important. Mm-hmm. Nothing less than quality and proficiency. Demand it. If they're not ready, you're doing them a disservice by moving them out into this vicious society and world that we have when they are not prepared. And thank you to all the educators out there that do just that kind of work, Mm -hmm. that push and strive and try. And shame on all the rest of you that let it slide. You're just part of the system, and it's just too hard to battle it, so you go along. And folks, you get two more years of this. (laughs) Like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Two more years. Two more years. All right? I'll do the math for you. That's an extra 104 weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. And then finally, you won't have to worry about anybody being concerned about things like that. Mm-hmm. So. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.